<laughs> so we are fast forwarding. It's uh, seven o'clock. Um, the sun's starting to set. Um, there's people gathered around. My word, doesn't time fly when we're having fun? Absolutely. Um, so people are gathered around. There's uh, a big stage. There's all sorts of stalls around you that aren't not quite open yet. The mayor of Sprawling goes up on the stage. Everyone sort of quietens down as he addresses everybody. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for attending yet another fantastic Sprawling Annual Festival. It's a great honour to welcome all you great folk heroes, old and new. Joining us tonight, the heroes of the newest illusory storytelling masterpiece, Honour Amongst Thieves. With us tonight are Edkin Darvis, Forge Fitzwilliam and Holger Kilgore. And on the stage appear three figures. We've got uh, Edgin, who looks surprisingly like Chris Pine. Uh, he has a, a loot strapped to his back. He's got a leather jacket on. We've got Holger. Um, looks like she would probably enjoy driving carts really fast. Um, she's wielding an axe. She's looking quite fierce. And Forge Fitzwilliam, who just looks old and quite posh with his gold jacket and his crossbow slung across his, uh, across his back. Conjure a minor illusion of William with the uh, with a little kind of love heart around it, and I just sit there clapping my hands. Um, I have a question for Chris Pine. <laughs> this isn't the Q and A. Oh, there's a lot. So there's a huge round of applause as they're all there. So yeah, and the, the mayor continues. We're so very lucky that these brave heroes will be taking in the sights of the festival and even talking to some common folk like you. Um, and they all sort of do a bow. No, showboat a bit as they as they leave the stage, sort of heading into the crowd. There's another loud cheer as he continues. Of course, as is now tradition, our long-standing patron and supporter of all things theatre, Miss Debbie McGee. There's a huge round of applause. Hello, Debbie, Debbie, round of applause. Hello, Debbie, it's me, Ronson. I knew your husband. Instantly producing doves from thin air. She stops, looking a little bit in pain as her upper torso separates from her legs. Her legs walking away as she stands there waving, just with a, a disembodied body floating in the air. There's oohs and ahs in the crowd as she puts herself back together. She produces some more tricks, such as fireworks from her hands and all sorts, uh, resulting in a huge round of applause as she addresses the crowd. Welcome, residents of Sporting and visitors from afar. I'll keep this short, as I'm sure you're all impatient to join everything on offer. It is my great pleasure to declare this year's Sprouting Festival open. Um, huge um, display of fireworks as everyone cheers. Debbie! People start to wander off to the various stalls that are around. What would you like to do? Have the stalls changed at all? Yeah, so it's not the market. So there are like food stalls, um, alcohol stalls. Oh, there are some drink stalls. Yes. New people to steal money from. Um, I I find the nearest alcohol stall, and uh, I I I slide up to it. <laughs> what have you got on offer? <laughs> so we've got Dragon's Breath. It's uh, strong stuff, but I'm sure a tiefling like you could handle it. Well, yes, I will take two, please. One for me and one for a friend. Uh, five gold, please. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so they hand you two little shot glasses of um, red bubbling liquid, and before they do, they kind of click their fingers towards it and they both just ignite 
and they just push these um, burning shot glasses towards you. Fancy. Um, I don't take the shots, and I look around for one of the actors. Are any of them near me? Uh, give me a perception check. Mm. It's an eight plus two. <laughs> okay, so you, you struggle in to see them. Um, there's quite a lot of people, um, but you do see a crowd starting to form kind of across the main sort of path from where you are. Um, and you can only imagine there might be people gathering around them there, but you're not entirely sure. Um, is there anything that I can stand on to make myself taller? Uh, you need a pair of stilts. <laughs> there, there were a few boxes stacked around. So by the by the side of the stall you're at, there's like a you know a crate they use to carry the bottles. Okay, so I, I I stand on one of those crates and I put the two shots down by my feet and I pull out my loot <laughs> and I strum and I say, "Hey you, Mrs. Don't know the fuck your name is. I'm drawn to you. Something's magnetic here." If I could approach you or even get close to the scent that you left behind, I'll be fine. And then I pick up the shot and I offer it to them. <laughs> Performance check, please. Ooh, she does. Oh, cool. You can't make it. She just performed. You can't make her do a performance check. That's not I fair. Got a 15 plus six to a 21. So as you're doing this, you see the crowd parting as uh, the tall figure of. Uh, Edgar is walking towards you, a huge smile on his face. As as a fellow musician, <laughs> perhaps we should duet sometime. And he, he winks at you. Oh, I'd love to. And I offer him one of the flaming shots. Drink. <laughs> well, lovely. He picks it up, kind of looks. He kind of looks at the flame on top and kind of is looking to you to see what you do. He's a bit unfamiliar with this. Okay, well, I we, I clinked the glasses together and uh, I shot it, flame and all. So um, he does the same and instantly screams in pain as the uh, the glass burns his lips. Obviously, right. Ronson, Ronson <laughs> comes in and he, he positions himself in between Tok and this bloke. Um, what? How are you doing? Uh, what, who are you? Who are you? So he's kind of trying to hide the fact that his lips are on fire. Um, um uh, Edgin surname something. Uh, uh, right, you're 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 in this among Ed- us thieves. You're doing something, are you? Yeah, Edgin Darvis said your uh, your uh... right. Yes, never heard of you. Are, are you are you big around here? Oh, look at all these crowds that have come to see me. Oh, they've come to see you. Oh, right. No, I thought they'd come to see the other actors. Have you, have, have I seen you in, in anything recently? Depends. Have you, uh, have you have you been to the Illusory Theatre recently? No, not really. I've heard it's got bad reviews on Yelp, so I didn't bother. Oh, I did a, I did a great film about uh, what might be in outer space, travelling into outer space. Right. Um, oh, by the way, I would like to ask you, this... Among Us Thieves film that you're doing, is it in the original universe or the Kelvin universe? Well, we we like to call it the Edgar universe. Right. Okay. That's great. That's great. That's great. So, uh, know any magic tricks? Because I do. I push don't do the magic. <laughs> I start to push him aside at this point, and I'm just like, 
Excuse me, excuse, uh, excuse my friend. Yes, my look, friend. can you see that Tok wants you to go away, young sir? Where no, I push we... Ronson aside. Ronson aside. What? No, I'm pushing you aside, darling. Right. Yes, because you want me. Yes, sorry. Look, Tok wants to speak to me. Can you uh, kindly, uh, you know, just piss off? Yes, yeah, so I push me, him me. aside and I turn my back to Ronson. And. Um, I uh, I kind of lean in to him and uh, not to Ronson uh, to the actor and I kind of stroke his lips just say sorry is is, is anything burning would you uh, would you like to um I'm cool glad that you down? did that talk he seems to have a bit of white around his mouth yes <laughs> a little bit of saliva yes get get rid of that he's got saliva around his mouth yeah, could be really bees we elbowing don't know. Ronson behind me carry on <laughs> Oh, you want to get away? Sorry, young. She's elbowing me. That means she wants to get away. Do you want to come over here, talk with me? All right. So Edgin looks uh, looks to talk and says, "Charming friend you got there," and just yeah, gives you a sly smile. Yes. Well, um, you know how they say that um, some babies are dropped on their heads. Well, this one was uh, thrown at a wall. So <laughs> <laughs> Ronson. Strides up to this bloke and looks him in the eyes and goes, I preferred William Shatner. And then walks off looking sad. Uh, Edgin looks to talk and goes, I don't know who that is, but um, he's gone anyway. There's some sad music playing over. As Robinson walks away. And as he walks away, we see. Almost kind of like in a cinematic fashion. We see a close-up of Ronson's face and a single tear rolls down his cheeks. And the music from the end of The Incredible Hulk plays. Yeah. And, And a single tear rolls down his cheek. So as... As I'm leaning in and, and, and touching um, his lips, I um, I slide my hand into his pocket and I try and steal whatever's in his pocket. Give me a slight hand. Look, look at this. This is... She's taking my shtick now. Uh, it's only a 13. <laughs> if you can't beat him, join him. He puts his hand on yours and there's a little bit public, isn't it? And kind of removes your hand from his pocket. Well, we can go somewhere more private if you wish. I've got to... Uh... <laughs> Got to deal with this uh, crowd first. It's all part of the job, but certainly meet with you later. <laughs> and I, uh, I, I kind of eyeballed the the like the big tree that was in the distance and a uh, nod. <laughs> we'll be there later. <laughs> I say, I loved you in 2004's The Princess Diary two as Nicholas Devereaux because I haven't said anything for a while. You might have been mistaking me for someone else, but uh, maybe that's something I should look into putting on a production of. <laughs> you're I, telling me you're not the uh, young Sam Hoviak from one episode of Six Feet Under in 2005? <laughs> I don't know what these names and numbers are you keep quoting at me. You mean <laughs> you're not, you weren't the person who played Tommy Chandler in uh, one episode of CSI Miami in 2003? Are you from the future... <laughs> No, Parkeye's Parkeye's casted the internet movie database spell. So whilst all this is going on, Parkeye, is there anything you want to be doing in particular around this festival? 
No, I'm good. I've I'm just, I'm just moved along with everyone else. I, I want to go have a chat with Debbie. I'd like to go for a chat with Debbie, please. I'll, I'll go with him. Okay, so you saw you saw her go off stage um, to some tents, kind of, um, you know, big white and uh, white and red striped tents off to, uh, off to the back of the stage, away from the main festival. So you're heading over there, Debbie, Debbie, Debbie. How are you doing, you old slag? So you're currently outside the tent, um, and the, <laughs> I shouted that. I shouted that through the curtains. So the uh, the security orcs on the uh, the tent door. Right. Hello, good sirs. Who are you? My name is Ronson Diego Bentos, and I'm a good friend of Debbie. I trade with her son. Good friends. Uh, and I think she probably wants to have a chat, a little catch up. Uh, again, shoot the shizzle. Uh, 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 could I, I'll just go back and see her, okay? So one of them kind of puts her hand out to stop you, or the other top pokes his head in and, and shouts. Somebody to see her, uh, Ronson Diego Benos. You hear some hear some chatter, and he comes back. She says she only knows one Ronson, and and I'll do it in the voice. She only knows one Ronson, and he was a he was a pork thief. Yes, well, that's my that's my old name. You see, I discovered I was adopted, so I went back to my birth name. Well, yes, I am pork sleeve. Yes, I am. If you could get her out here, and we'll have a uh, well, I'll go back and I'll have a chingwag with her. Yeah. And he goes and talks to her and says, right, come on in. Come on then. Debbie, 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 how are you doing, you old slapper? What's what what's what's new, darling? I told you before, Ronson. I do not appreciate you calling me that. That's um, why we that's why we had to have that agreement put in place. Do you remember? Yes, yes. Let, let, let's move on from that, because legally I shouldn't be within a uh, 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 hundred metres of you. But how are you doing, Debbie? What's new? I hear Paul's dead now. Yeah. Yes, Paul died. Uh, yeah. Oh, such but, a shame. Was he buried with his wig, or do you have possession of the wig, or where's the wig? Well, because of you know, because of being part of this magic circle, I didn't get to be anything to do with the burial service. Right. So I can only presume they buried it with him. Okay, that's great. Debbie, it's wonderful to see you. I'm kind of warming you up and just getting friendly with you because my friend here, Porky, by the way, let me introduce you to this man, Porky. This is my good, good friend. He's one of my crew. I'm kind of the leader, but he's one of my crew. And um, he pays attention to the things that go on around here far more than me. So he probably knows what questions to talk to you about and ask you, Porky, what would you like to ask Debbie here, my good friend Debbie, Debbie McGee? Uh, something about the book and the fella in the house. That. Yes. Do you know anything about a book and a fella in the house? Uh, Richard uh, Sharpie Tongue or something he was called. I don't know. Well, I know there was that book by by Sharp Tongue. I know you... Uh, yes, that's the one. Yes. Yeah, it's casting all sorts of aspersions about Paul and what happened to him. And oh... I really just don't know why people won't leave me alone. Paul and I, we gave so much to the circle. Even now he's gone. You know, they've got what they want. Will it never be enough? He got ill. He died. There's no conspiracy. No more than that. How did he die? I, I didn't see it in the morning papers. He got. He he just he got a, a an infection. He was old. 
He died. It happened. Yes. Was it that K-Video 2019? Did that get him? I don't think it was that, no. No, it wasn't that. Oh, it's such a shame he died. He was such a wonderful man. He really was. I mean, a bit of a prick at times, but mostly mostly a wonderful man. Yes, he died. Uh, poor Kai, do you have anything else to ask, Debbie? Because I really haven't been paying attention uh, while we've been here today. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is uh, my compatriot here is is almost onto his second bottle of wine. So I'll 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 pick up the slack. Um Debbie. Debs, can I call you Debs? I'd rather if you didn't. Well, yeah, please please show a bit of respect. I call her Debs, because obviously we know we good 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 friends trade with your with her son. By the way, how is your son Debs? Is he all right, Martin? Where is he at the moment? Well, you know he's not my son. So after you know, after Paul died, he's my stepson. Um, yes, well, that's what I meant. I didn't want to insult you, of course, because I knew you, I know you loved him like a son. Well, not really. We didn't really get on. Um, no, a bit of a twat at times, wasn't it? But anyway, please answer my question. Well, well, do you know where he is at the moment? Did he no, have after, any? No? After Paul died, we lost contact. Yeah, we, uh, Paul was the only thing that kept yeah. us, me and Martin, together. Really. Yes, and now Paul's dead, isn't he? So. Uh, Oh gosh, that's a shame. Poor Kai, anything? <laughs> Fucking clue what's going on anymore. Uh, so this this horrible book that was that was written. And I'm oh, that sorry fucking to book. that fucking book. I'm sorry to bring it back up. But if it helps, I, I have an otter you can look at if if it eases you. Here he is, that's right. Oh, he's cute, isn't he? He is. Does he make you feel better talking about stuff when he's here? A little bit. Exactly. Debbie, would you like to hold the otter? Would you like to give the otter a cuddle, Debbie? I'm okay, just looking. Okay, okay, that's fine. So this horrible, horrific travesty of a book, it's certainly not Bravo 2-0, let's put it it's that way. certainly not, no. It's not. So who who would you say would want read of this book? You know, obviously not yourself because you wouldn't you wouldn't lean that way. But who would want read of it the most? Well, all the higher ups in the magic circle. I mean, when when Anthony died, they looked to Paul to lead them. But yeah, he wasn't prepared to make the same sacrifice as Anthony was. Um, he yeah really uh, really upset some of the people who were trying to take charge. So I guess it would be them, the High Council of the Circle. What was so incendiary about this book, Debbie? What was it that really got your goat? Well, it's the fact that it, it makes out that maybe Paul didn't die and it makes a mockery of all of the grieving I've gone through. And it's, yes. It's just horrible. They, they make out that there's some big conspiracy and, you know. Yes. Of course, all well, I know is he died. Elvis. Andy Kaufman, all those people, you know, they have those mythos around them, doesn't it? I mean, I suppose in some ways it's a compliment to Paul, isn't it, that people hope he's not dead? Because I know a lot of people wanted him dead because he was a bit of a git. But uh, it's, a, it's a compliment in a way, isn't it? I suppose it is, but I just, no, yes. to be honest, I just wish I could get away from it. I, I gave so I much know. to the circle as well. I lost so much time with Paul. I just yes. wish... People just let me get get on with it. I know, Debbie. May I may I ask you? So, are you seeing anybody at the moment? Not exclusively. No. I, look, if you'd like me to help you get away from it all, I would be more than happy, Debbie. Maybe we could go for a weekend away. Just friends, of course. 
you know, maybe, maybe, is it something you'd consider? Uh, you're more like a, a really annoying grandson to me, Watson. That's fine. That's fine. We could go. We could go together if you want, as kind of grandson and grandmother, if you 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 want. I'm a bit busy for the next couple of months doing uh, doing my tour. But yes, maybe, maybe when I'm back after your tour. After your tour, we could always go. We could always go then. Maybe. Let's see. Yes. Okay. So so do shall I shall I do you want to give me your your your. Owl messenger, and I'll, uh, I'll I'll send a message in a couple of months. You can just just look up where I'm on tour. You can find me. Right. Okay. Will do. Will do. Will do. To get to get to get this plot uh, rolling along, uh, please, Debbie Debbington, Deborah, please look at the otter. Just look at the otter. Look at the otter in the eyes. Not around the eyes. Not above the eyes. Straight in the eyes. Find comfort in the otter's eyes, and. Of the people in the magic circle, who would you say stands out as somebody who would really want to gain this revenge, to get this book out of circulation, to possibly remove the last few pages? Anybody who whose first name may begin with A, maybe. It is shite, dude. You know how Chris Packham, when he does Autumn Watch, he tries to insert as many kind of references. Is that what shite is doing today? You do you know that with sitcom shite, trying to insert shite as many references? Does. That's just... <laughs> Does he always? Uh, this is this is the first time I've noticed. It's his shtick. <laughs> well, if you listen to the podcast, you know. So she, the, I told you, the higher ups of the council, no, no one really knows who they are. It's part of the, the way they stay so powerful. But it'll oh, be there. Come on, come on, Debs. You must have a slight inkling. Must there must be rumours you've heard, whispers on the wind. Well, there's the there's the one they call the Mage Hunter, a, a dragonborn, I think. Right, a dragonborn called the Muff Hunter. Right, okay. And what? What? what right. Any, any 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 clues to any of the other members or anything else you can tell us, Debs? Not that I know. Look, I I was just his wife. I wasn't told anything. Yes. Oh, don't put yourself down like that. You were far more than his wife. I know he had all the talent and the expertise, and you know you just kind of hung onto his coattails. But uh, but still, you know, right? So yes, you think there was a dragonborn called the Mage Hunter? Very interesting. Thank you. I think that might be important to the plot. Thank you. Is that Dave? Question for you directly. Is that yeah. is that the lads we we met in in uh, the artifact? All of the things she said matches to that character's description, yes. Aye. Oh, that's a yes. That's a yes. That's a question. What was the artifact? <laughs> the artifact was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Good. We've made so many. I'm pissed so many off. Yeah, I feel like you've lost one. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie. Debbie, just before we go, can I ask you one more question? You must. Uh, is there anything that you feel you should tell us that maybe we didn't think to ask you that maybe you're burning to get out? A bit like we did with the author who told us things that we didn't ask about. I told you everything I know, and that's not a lot. Please, I... I just want to get on, and she she starts to walk off towards the yes, the, no. the tent. Bye bye, Debs. Uh, talk to you later, darling. Uh, look forward to uh, hooking up sometime on the down low with the flow flow, and I'll show you my mojo. I think I think enough time's passed that we can go watch the uh, the the live theatre thing now. <laughs> yes, let's do go watch uh, Christopher Pinewood. 
uh, in this um, intergalactic battle or whatever he's doing. So to reiterate, they are not performing the film today. They are merely meet and greeting. Um, but as you go out into the... Jesus Christ, Hawk, do you not listen to what Dave tells you? I've got a special button you don't know about. Shut up. I've got... Can I just say... I've got a document that is 42 pages long, 16,453 words. I've got a spreadsheet with 17 tabs. And none of you listen to a bloody word that I'm saying. Do you? I also get drunk at bars, so... (laughs) But this is it. The thing is, Dave, is the problem you've got now is, is that Shitehawk and Vic are being just as bad as me. Yeah. I'm trying to to further the plot. I... Asking questions. I might have to bring in a level 20 uh, boss to kill one of you so I can bring in someone <laughs> different. Fancy <laughs> me. So you head back out into the festival um, and you see, again, sort of crowds around um, the three stars, so Edgin, Forge and uh, and Holger. And they're kind of doing the, kind of what you saw before, they're showing off, they're being, being a bit cocky. You've got um, Olga sort of swinging her axe around Forge is doing some card tricks, just generally sort of playing up to the crowd. I, I've been getting drunk at the bar um, and slowly, slowly getting more and more drunk um, because I didn't go to the tent with these guys. I'm just there stroking stroking my cat and just doing shots at the bar. How many shots and, did you have? Um, I'm going to say five. So you now need to, so, uh, <laughs> you need to pay another, another 12 gold. 12 gold. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And a constitution check, Dave. Look, you don't tell the DM what to do. It hasn't tried to move yet. Right. <laughs> well remembered that it's a constitution check. Yeah, I so know. So she props herself up against the bar. She's all right for now, is yeah. she? Right. Um, and then I look at Holger and um, I think I'm going to try my luck with her. So. Okay. Holger, I loved you as Rain in 2002's <laughs> Resident Evil movie. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I kind of crop myself back up. Off the bar, looking at Holger, not really quite with it, but I'm looking at her. Get my guitar out. Well, no, it's a guitar. It's a it's a lute, but I don't know what it is anymore because I'm a little bit drunk. And um, I strum and I say, I can be your hero, baby. I can kiss away the pain. I will stand by you forever You can't take my breath away And then I just stand there staring at her (laughs) So a performance check with disadvantage, please, because you are drunk Oh, fantastic As Vic is doing this, can I say that Vic... it's a one with a six (laughs) Vic was like, oh, I've got my songs prepared. It turns out that she's just ripped off other people's songs. Yeah, of course, <laughs> obviously. Um, it's a one, and so it's a seven with a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah and you're not going to roll lower than that, so no point rolling a second. Um, so as um, as you do this, kind of the noise stops and everyone's just sort of stood looking at you. Um, and I'm looking Ford, at her. Forge kind of breaks the silence walking forward. Go, oh, how sweet. It's always humbling to see the little people trying to imitate us, isn't it? And uh, Holger kind of a bit awkwardly is, yeah, even if uh, even if they can't hold a candle to us, look at that one. And he's, he's kind of ignoring your, your gaze awkwardly, but 
points at poor Kai. Go, I'm surprised that he could even lift a hammer. So I, I kind of look over and I, I mumble, I've seen shits that are better looking than you. <laughs> I can hold a hammer more than you could hold a line when you played Trudy Shakon in 2009's <laughs> Avatar. And I say, right, listen here. Have you ever put your penis in toxic liquid? No. Have you ever brought the trolls and the... I can't remember that adventure. I think we brought some trolls and some dwarves together. I don't know. Have you ever solved a murder mystery? No. Have you ever been to an otter farm and kicked the otters? No. <laughs> makes you so special? <laughs> We may be thespians, but we're still skilled, more skilled than all of you. And then Edgin, uh, the one who looks like Chris Pine, all the guys, there is only one way to settle this. Just a little bit of friendly competition. Um, at that point, Holger kind of stepped forward inside going, yes, why don't, we, uh, why don't we break out the test your strength contraption? She kind of looks to, to poor Kai. If you can lift a hammer, you'd be happy to try this out. It's hammer time. Go for it, poor Kai. <laughs> Fine. Bring me Molnia. So she, um, you head over towards a rather ramshackled-looking um, test your strength machine. It's just a series of wooden beams, etc., with a yeah a weight each you hit. Um, they hand the hammer to um, Holger first. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are we betting here? What's happening? What, what, what's, what are the stakes? What are the stakes? I mean, this one's just pride, really. Must got some money on it? Can I get a little bit of money? Can I get a little bit of a, bit of a betting circle going on? If you want. I would like to do that, please. Okay. So Ask what, you just... bet 100 gold on poor Kai being the best. Who so will get, take me on? So you get a few people going, yeah, I'll take that. And, yeah, and they're yes. putting in putting their, in their hundreds. I'll uh, Good. Hundred Good. on Holger. Right, right. Can, can, I, can I confirm oh. that if Parkai wings this, how much money am I getting? Um, you, you've managed to get a few people betting on, on Holger. Uh, yeah, on Holger. So you would get 300 gold. Fucking yes. Right, come on, Paul. Hang on, have I got anything that could help help him? Can I cheat? I've, Is there anything I've, I've got? I've got a plan. I've always got a plan. Have you got a plan? Have you got right. a plan? So, Dave, I'm assuming this is sort of your traditional-looking test-your-strength machine with a bell at the top. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right. I'm going to... Uh, while this all furore is going on, I'm going to cast uh, Speak With Animals. I've pressed the hey. button, and I'm going to say, Ray. And he says... Uncle Porky. Oh, that's my voice. Anyway, we have a chat. Um, and the plan is, whilst everyone is, is distracted by betting and shenanigans, he scurries with his little otter legs up behind the bell and he wedges his spare hat between the clanger and the bell for the go of um, what's-a-face from Resident Evil. Okay. Yeah. So, Dave, is going Dave, hang on, hang on, hang on, yeah. hang on. I've got a ray of enfeeblement as well. So if we need, uh, Shaiti, think, uh, I mean, do we need that as well? Or do you want to do that on the next one? Or do you think there's going to be another one? But I've got ray of enfeeblement. Hey, I was thinking we could go for a lose the first one intentionally and then right. go for a double or nothing. Uh, my, my, uh, my persuasion is pretty low, so I don't think we'll be able to pull that off. 
Yeah, and can I point out that if you lose the first one, I lose 100 gold? Well, if it's double or nothing. I'll go with you, I'll go with you. But we can't do that because my persuasion will be too low. So we just have to win it straight up the first time and yeah. hope they right. they are get angry enough to uh, go for a second one. So do you want me to cast Ray of Enfeeblewoman on... Uh... Uh... Will I do no. that? For the second one. No. For the second one, do that. Okay, okay. If there is one. Because Ray's I'll up go- there, he's got his hat between the bell and the clanger, so it's not going to make a noise even if she maxes it out. Okay. So she's going first. Um, yep. She lifts the hammer up, the big wooden hammer she's been given, um, swings it down, and as she does, she shouts, for family. And the, the thing... Oh, I get it, Dave. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> I the... get it. It's Fast and Furious. <laughs> I've um, never seen a Fast and Furious film, but I get it. Let's just take a wait. moment to appreciate that. Okay, I mean, it would, be, it would have been funnier if you hadn't been making film references the whole way through this stream, and that was the first one we did. But, you know, so she got a pretty decent roll. So the um, the weight does zoom all the way up to the top. Um, the the clang is pretty unimpressive, though, because of the padding that um, Ray is holding there, but it certainly does ring. Okay. Um, right, and I'm- she hands the hammer to you, goes, your turn. Uh... Didn't, didn't hear much of uh, didn't hear much noise from that. No, oh, not that impressive. Brookheim, bring it home for daddy. So my um, uh, strength. I I would also like to cast bardic inspiration, please. Um, and and worry not, Porky. When I tell the tale of this moment, one day I'll leave out the part where you would have failed spectacularly without my help. Cheers. Anyway, Ray has removed his hat from the clanger and is is ready to hit it as hard as he can with his little little otter paw. Is am I rolling strength? Uh, yes. Okay. He also is he gets one d six. Yeah, so you can if you want to use your inspiration, you can uh, add one d six to it. I'll do that then because this is important. It is. Shit. Or plus six ten. Um, but. But also with Ray's paw twatting the clangor. So the so every as everyone watches on, they see the weight kind of go halfway up the thing and just drop down. But at the same time, there's a massive there is a clang. Everyone just looks a bit confused and you go, "Of course, it's best of three anyway, isn't it?" No. See how do you see how fast that move? Barely looked like it touched the top. Just to see, it's just the speed of it, frankly. So. Holger takes the uh, the hammer again for her second throw. So it's a Hat best goes. of three. So the money is on, you know, the best of three. Hat goes back right. into the clanger. Well, hang on. Shall I cast Enfeeblement then? Yeah, go on then. Right. So Ray of Enfeeblement. Look at Neil being an actual role player. <laughs> yeah, look at this. It's 13 plus 5, 18. I also want to cast Vicious Mockery. Okay. Um, and we're doing one at I, a time so okay. that hits so she only does half damage so I'll translate that into something that makes sense okay um, yeah I would like to um, which is my cantrip vicious mockery um, saying um, sorry has anyone got a potion of, um, of healing I, I feel like I've lost a hit point just looking at you uh, right so she has to do a wisdom saving throw mm-hmm. um, which she fails um I won't do the damage because it's not really in battle. 
Yeah. But she has disadvantage on the next attack roll. Yeah. Right. I'm a rolling. No, I'm, she's a rolling. Yeah, she's rolling. I'm just checking uh, what I have to do for Raven Feebleman. I got distracted. Came she on a really right. good line. So she's going to be halved and disadvantage. As you're doing this, let me say I've just turned on Shitehawk's stream and the ad that came up was for uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Thieves Among Us. At time of listening to this, you could watch this three months ago in cinemas. Actually, did you just say <laughs> Thieves Among Us? That is not the name of the film. What, what, what is it called? Among Us Honor Thieves. Thieves. Honor Among Thieves. There we go. There we go, um, guys. So she hits the uh, she hits the thing, and with the combined you know, mockery from Tark and the the infilment ray from Ronson, it just barely lifts off the ground this time. Here we go. I'm rolling. The hat, the hat is off the clanger. 21. Suit straight up, just ding, and like Ray has to move his hands out of the way to make sure he doesn't uh, doesn't get hit. Yeah, massive clang. I, and I clear the, my throat, and I look at her, and I say, just like the TV series where you played Analysia Cortez for 27 episodes between 2005 and 2010, you have lost... Anna Lucia. Oh, but what was the name of the TV show? Lost. What they haven't found it yet. Is it it's lost media? Oh fuck off. One all, the uh Lyde declares as she Holger takes it up again. Uh she is still affected. Hang on, one uh, all? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, she won the first one. No, she did not. There's I was based on noise. No, she won the first one Fine. because no one saw it. They thought it was the wind or something. Um, so she rolls again. I would also like to cast a hold person on her, please. Okay. While she's uh, while she's doing that, I will cast Raven Feebleman again. Okay. Uh, right. Let's just check. Um, and it's a level two that I'm casting hold person at as well. So, and I got an eight plus five is thirteen. For Raven Feebleman. Okay, so that will miss because uh, she's got a higher AC. Let's just check her hold, per- uh, hold person. Wisdom saving throw will be paralyzed. <laughs> uh, so she fails that. So she brings the hammer down, and just as the spell hits, she just it just stops as it just above the uh, the panel she's hitting, and just ding, and it just stops, and she kind of staggers backwards. Poor Kai. Here we go. Come on, Parkay. Come on. Eight. Is Ray still at the top? Of course he is. Oh, 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 hang on. Oh, I could have greased. I could have greased the thing to make it <laughs> slip down easier. Can I, can I grease? Can I grease it, please? Yeah. I mean, bear yeah. in mind, people are going to see this, unlike the other spells, which are. All oh, right. Okay. Well, I better not than other. Okay. Was that an eight, Parkay? That was an eight. So you oh, hit it, and again it um, it dings, but it was just a bit strange. But the guy goes, "Well, sorry, it, it 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 dinged." Here's our winner, and he grabs Porky's arm and raises it to the sky. Well, and I, I kind of drunkenly slow, like, "Yeah, that's right, <laughs> that's right." Well, you'd better hope that was like the film in 2011 where you played Sergeant Elena Santos, Battle Los Angeles, that nobody saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take 50 gold coins, Ronson, please. Ronson? What? 
Yeah, you, you, just... you go and collect your money, and it sounds like poor Kai won. Oh, yes, all right, won. Yeah, so I got, what, 300? 300. Oh, yes. That sounds like I 100 forget. each. It was a group effort. <laughs> sounds like your round of the drinks at the bar. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What, 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 what? I don't think there's been any discussion about you getting my money. I was the bookie. I was getting the money in. What, what, what's this about you getting money? I'll take a hundred, or I'll tell these five people here uh, that you were casting magic without my knowledge, and they'll take your head off. I'll give you seventy-five. I'll take seventy-five. Okay, seventy-five off. Bar for there me. we go. What? And a round of the drinks, the bar for me, because you know I. Uh, Unbelievable! Right, I will give Tok twenty-five. Bloody right. Okay, so while still this is going on. Um, <laughs> Forge is consoling Holger, and he looks at and says, "I don't understand mindless competition myself." Uh, and he, he looks to to Ronson, seeing that he's uh, been gambling. Why don't we make things more interesting? Cards, one on one. No, not no. that bothered really. Now, to be fair, it's getting late. I'm done. Oh, chicken. Where? It it just kind of rolls his eyes at you. Well, unfortunately, that sounds to me like the TV show that you appeared in one episode of in 1986 playing Preacher Colin, a very peculiar practice. So we'll be giving that a miss. Thank you. Sorry, before we do, though, I know I said no, but if we played cards, would that have a advantage to our adventure? You might win some gold. I'm not that bothered. I'm all right. It's getting on. It's getting on. I'm fine. Fine then. Chickens. Then Where the fuck are these chickens? You keep talking about chickens. Where? I can't see any. I cut minor illusion and I just make a bunch of chickens running around everyone's feet. <laughs> hey guys, pork eye, ticket chocolate. I've had a great idea. Shall we go to a fried chicken joint? Oh, I could do with some fried chicken. Chicken mm. <laughs> and chips all round, everybody. Will that further the plot? Not at this point, no. So okay. the crowd is kind of sort of b- b- becoming a bit disillusioned. So Holger's lost. You've turned down Forge uh, uh, invitation to play cards against him, and you can see Edgar kind of getting a bit unnerved by the fact that the. Uh, the crowd are turning on them. So he, he kind of sides up to talk and says, we can't let them have all the fun, can we? And he kind of pulls his loot from behind his back. Battle of the Bards? Oh, well, I think I'm ready for that. What would you like to sing? Well, I'll sing first and then you. Up on stage, of course. Oh, absolutely. We have to have everyone to be able to see our grandeur. So they start to arrange the crowd. They kind of... Um, Manage the crowd to get him back around the stage, and uh, Edgin gets up on stage, pulls his lute out, and he starts to perform. Shaky Edgin I, stands on the stage and starts to I perform. I know. I'm just explaining something <coughs> in character, apparently. Kirk, you can have ten seconds, so I don't get the MC aid. Bill. Does he do Rocket Man? Well, I don't think the vocals come in for 10 seconds. Hi, this is the intro. I'm mm-hmm. a Rocket Man. <laughs> Someday I will find my ticket out of here. 
wake up one morning, just got back in. I'll make up my mind. That's a bloody lovely performance. Well done. What was that? I didn't even understand it. What's going on? That was Chris Pine. That was Chris Pine's 2007 single. (laughs) Okay. I I, I should remember, step step aside, step aside. Step aside. Let the professional work here. Take a chocolate. I will back you with backing vocals. Go for it, girl. You got this. Like Beyonce. Before we start, how many shots have you had since that last five? Top oh, I've only had the five. We've not been back to the bar yet. Okay. Don't don't you worry. Don't you worry. Um, <coughs> I grab my loot. Don't stop, make it pop. DJ, blow my speakers up tonight. Have a fight till we see the sunlight. Tick tock on the clock, but we see the fight. Don't stop. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. And then I have fireworks. And during that, Ronson has been doing some b-boy moves. So can you roll me performance check? And yeah. Ronson, if you can roll me a D6, we'll add that to it as well. Uh, it's a nine plus a six, so a 15. Well, I've rolled two D6s. Did you just want me to roll just, one? Just give me one of them. <laughs> uh, well, it, was one, a, it was a six then. I got a five and a six, so I'll take a six. Okay, take the six. So there's a massive roar from the crowd um, as you're dancing away, singing on your loop. And uh, you see Edgin just fuming, uh, embarrassed, etc. And he kind of storms off the stage and Philistines, they don't deserve to be in our presence anyway. And they, three of them storm off out of the festival grounds. I um, shout after him. I say, I guess I won't be seeing you at the tree later. And I bow. <laughs> no, but I didn't even know the song that TikTok sung, yet I melded and blended perfectly. <laughs> so you now have a, a crowd sort of forming around you, asking about your adventures and asking Tok to sing. And I assume you will be, you will indulge them with some illusions and probably some more songs. If you've got any more songs written on your sheet. I do not have any more songs for tonight, no. <laughs> oh, wow, ladies and gentlemen, I sing to you, singers a song, you're the piano man, singers a song tonight, for we're all in the mood for a melody, and you've got us feeling all right. Did you enjoy that, everybody? They all kind of clap and cheer. Thank you, thank you. So as night goes on, um, there's food, there's drink, there is a chicken stall, there's some dragon meat stalls, there's all sorts, and you just have a, a generally nice evening. This has gone particularly well compared to how most of your days have been ending up recently. We haven't, bur- we haven't blown up a pub. No. Not bad. Not, no, you haven't. It's doing okay. Yeah, the, is, there, is, is there anything we can blow up? I mean, you talk does have dynamite. Right. <laughs> Can we, can we blow something up? It's up to you. I mean, so far you are now folk heroes in this town. Yeah, so, I mean, are we getting gold thrown at us? Yeah, probably. For all my songs? I'd imagine, yeah, I'd imagine we'll be getting a bit of money because I just sang piano, man. I mean, they were so. roaring a minute ago at my songs. It's a convincing argument. Let me roll the dice. I mean, Ronson could, could sing some more Billy Joel songs if the crowd wants it. Um. In order to stop that happening, um, 
there are various sort of coins for it, and I, I imagine Ray is scurrying around picking it all up. Um, and I would just let you decide how you are going to split the seventy-five gold pieces that he. Twenty-five uh, each. Well, I think fifty should go to me because well, I'm the performer. I, yes, actually, to be fair, I, I would say let fifty go to um, talk, and let twenty-five go to Johnson. Puck, I did F all. That's true. I'm not. I'm so, not performing dwarf. I will allow fifty to go to. Um, yeah, I think I think Tok deserves fifty. Oh, thank you. I I think the songs were uh, were at least fifty, but I'll take fifty. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's fair. I think that's. Fair. Can Ronson send some of the kind of security staff, or bouncers, or whatever, to look around the crowd for groupies? Yeah. What are you asking them to look for? Well, just like attractive females that Ronson would like to take back to the tour bus. Have you got a tour bus? Oh, <laughs> scroll! I mean, I can give, I can give the, I can give the groupies my room number at the uh, the hotel that I'm staying in. What that that room that you share with Tok or Kai and Ray? Are you kidding? Do I share a room with these two? In lodgings. Right, okay, well, look, I hang a sock on the door handle so Tok knows not to come into my room. You're literally I, in one room. We've gone through this. You're literally in one room. There's bunks, which yes. Ray and Paul and you sleep on one of them, and then Tok's got her own bed. Right, okay, so Paul Kai needs to just go find somewhere else to sleep for the night because I'm taking some groupies back to mine. It's a good tree going up for grabs now that I'm not meeting a certain someone yeah. there. Paul Kai, do me a no. favour, please. No. Go, go find somewhere else to sleep tonight. No. Uh, unfortunately, it, the as the night draws on, um, the crowd is filling down and the, the the orc security struggle to find anybody who they think would meet your standards. Because No, no, Dave, Dave, Ronson has very low standards. You aren't taking anyone back to the compound. They won't the scroll won't take them. What what a party pooper you are, Dave. You're- Dave, how dare you do this is Ronson's big moment. He could get his end away. If and you, you have just denied tree, him. You can take them to the tree. Tree's a good place as ever. <laughs> I would take it. To the tree. You're not interrupting Ray's sleep. It's not happening. <laughs> just you're okay. gonna have to roll a slight hand. Ron, Ron Ronson would like to take uh, some of the groupies to the tree and so his wild oats. I'm going to call that a performance check. One week of performance <laughs> check. It's a plus four already, so... 13 plus four is 17. I think these ladies have had a wonderful night. Uh, one of them has. Uh, the other two are a bit disappointed. Wow, three! He managed to... Well, that's, that's fine. As long as he's satisfied... That's a third. 33%. He's satisfied 33%. That's fine. Uh, one of them froze up afterwards. Can he wait 15 minutes and then satisfy the other one? We're going to fast forward to the to the <laughs> point where you travel back to the compound now. Oh, thank um, God for that. None of this is making the podcast. <laughs> it better do. It better do. I tell you, if, if this bloke, Steve, is cutting out all my stuff, I won't... That's why we've done separate audio tracks, so we can just leave <laughs> yours out. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to forward back at the compound. Um, I'm assuming you're going to hand the frozen mountain soil to Foggy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you. This is perfect. Uh, I just need to find somewhere to plant the saplings. 
if you do come across any anywhere, just let me know. We can uh, get some farming going. That'll be fun. Right, so we've given you the seeds, we've given you the special mud, and now you want us to plant it for you. Well, you're the one, you asked me to plant, to do the work for you. So if you want, I'm exactly. doing you a favour So Exactly, so do us a favour, Nobby, and just get on with it. But this is a quest in your quest log, so... Listen, this has been fascinating. My crotch is on fire at the moment. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to go back to my abode and wash my testicles. Thank you. So as you're heading back, um, you get a message on your calling card, Ronson. Um, oh, God, my, my crotch is on fire at the moment, Dave. I'll deal with it. I'm sure Ronson will deal with it. So um, flashback for Ronson, who's probably forgotten this. This is the magic card given to you by the corrupt police officer who at this moment in time believes that you are trying to kill Tok. Right. When are we doing that adventure? Well, you'll find out in a minute. Um, so a message comes on the calling card that says, we are ready. Get the tiefling to the circus. We'll do the rest. Right. I reply back saying, I am as ready as ready Breck. Let me know what's going on, G. And I will get it sorted quick, like a packet of ready sorted crisps. There's no response. So as you had, I, 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 I send a message saying, "Got no response from you, bud. Uh, what's going on?" He just replies back saying, "Get to the circus. Tell us the day. We'll okay. do the rest." I sent a message back saying, sorry if that sounded a bit needy. I was just a bit concerned we had fallen out. He just replies going, saying, okay. Yeah. I I reply back saying, so we haven't had a tiff? He replied back going, no, but we will soon. I reply back saying, sorry, I feel that I've pissed you off a little bit now. Are we all right? Replies back saying, yes, you have but I want the tiefling dead. Just get it done. Right. I reply back saying, right, sorry, think I've probably pissed you off a little bit. Didn't mean to. I have insecurities that I have to deal with. Uh, Please understand that, but I'll make sure that. And again, I apologise for this language, Vic. I apologise for this language, viewers, but I put the B wording. I said, don't worry, the B will be dead. He just replies back saying, good, see you soon. Yeah. I just send an emoji back, like a thumbs up or something like that. So as you head to bed, um, <laughs> you, know that, you know that tomorrow you have the choice of either following that lead, so going to the circus and taking Tok into a trap, or you could follow the lead of uh, going to the tomb of Paul Daniels. It's entirely um, up to you. I, I think tomb. I I am happy to go with what uh, Vic or Shaiti feel. Yep, I'm happy to go with um, yep. uh, Hey, so next week then we will be playing the Tomb of Paul Daniels. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> there are so many things I've written during this doing this document that I thought I would never write, and the yeah. Tomb of Paul Daniels is one of them. So that was chaotic. Um, you got the plot done anyway. Hooray!